Hello, welcome. This is Dr. Nayan Patel with Thrive Lab, and today we'll be talking uh, with an expert, Ashley Wheeler, who's a nurse practitioner uh, at Thrive Lab, about hair loss solutions. As, as you can imagine, I'm, I may, may not be the right person to talk about hair loss solutions, but here we are. As a pharmacist, I have dealt with hair loss solutions for a couple of decades, and and not a lot of things have changed, but uh, what has uh, what has is that we are able to combine a lot of different medications that has been successfully used in the past, and now we we can bring all those things together for us. And so, the first and most important part is that uh, what's the importance of finding effective solutions? That's the key, right? How do we? How do you know that you have the right solution for your patient? Can you briefly tell us, uh, uh, Ashley, as to how you uh, work with your patients uh, and and how do you find the right solutions for your patients? So, you know, I think it really starts with that underlying patient relationship, you know, really getting to know your patient as a person um, and building that relationship from, from a base. So I always, you know, try to start with learning a little bit about their life and their lifestyle and some stressors in their life. Um, their families, making that ultimate connection. And then from that point, going on to talk about those really sensitive subjects, I think once you develop that that trusting relationship with your patient, you can kind of get a little further into their insecurities and opening up about things that, you know, really are affecting them um, on, a, on a hormone base, on a medical base, on uh, hair specifically, like we're going to talk about today. And you're absolutely right. And now that we are seeing hair loss in such... Uh, uh, the people that are getting younger and younger with hair loss issues too nowadays. So having a complete medical history makes makes it makes it so much profound to find out what the underlying cause is. And the cause can be completely different than what people think it is. So Ashley, what are the, some of the common causes of hair loss that you are seeing in your patients currently? So, you know, traditionally, a lot of the patients that I see, especially, you know, women particularly, are entering that perimenopause, menopausal age. Um, and during that stage in their life, their estrogen levels and progesterone levels start dropping. Um, and, and typically, that's one of the first ways that we, that we can identify hair loss. Uh, aside from that, though, if we're outside of hormone as a whole, you know, things to look at are, you know, nutrient factors, what their diet's like, um, genetics play a huge role as well. Um, also, as we're going through menopause, perimenopause, um, because the progesterone and estrogen are declining, then, you know, the, the androgens take over a little bit more. And that can also be a cause for um, hair loss with, um, you know, too much testosterone in women, um, th those types of things. Well, absolutely. So what you're explaining to me is that the testosterone actually is not the hair loss issue. It's the conversion from testosterone to DHT, which is the androgenic uh, alopecia in most of the males. But we see the same exact pattern even in the females. Uh, so I'm glad you brought that out. But the most important part, which you, which I liked, what you said was was about the uh, nutrition, because we know the quality of the food we eat right now is not the best. We know that the nutrients dense food, which was once available on this planet, is is very scarce at this point. And so even though you you may be eating all the rights of fruits and vegetables and the meat sources, but they're not densely packed with all the nutrients. Uh, and if, even if they are, uh, your body doesn't have the enzymes and the acids to actually break down these proteins and absorb the vitamins for for 
for what's necessary for your hair growth. Uh, and so I'm glad you're putting all these things out because as a pharmacist, I see this all the time. I say, I get a prescription for something to make. I said, wait a second, is that, you know what? Your hair loss is because of nutrition deficiencies and what and what you're seeing, what, what you're saying is right. In females, we fix the nutrition and the hair stops losing, right? Yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I, I agree with you 100% that you want to fix the hormones and the thyroid and all those things. But even by doing that, if you don't have all the nutrients necessary, we're still going to have some issues. So I'm glad that you are uh, you're, 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 you're putting all these things out. So anyways, I, I, I understand that you prescribe some medications on the commercial sides, especially the one that has been out there for so many years, monoxidil, right? Uh, yes. So, yeah. So, uh, how do you use monoxidil in your patients? And I can go over the pharmacokinetics next after that. Yeah, absolutely. So, monoxidil has been a great uh, resource for a lot of my patients. Traditionally, if I notice that there's hormone deficiencies, I, I'm I'm very simplistic in nature in my care. So, I try to start off with fixing the underlying cause and and then slowly introduce the medixil if we need to. Um, but it's been a great tool because it's very easy to use. Um, it's, you know, a topical solution, as you know, applied to, to, the, to the scalp. Um, women like that because they don't have to worry about something more invasive like, you know, the PRP or hair transplants and even men, you know, same thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I found some really, really great success stories with this as a whole. Um, but ultimately, you know, we want to look at the whole picture, like I had said in the beginning, you know, we look at the hormones, we look at the hair loss and we kind of, and, and the thyroid as well. And we kind of tackle the, the, the issue as a whole and get to the root cause. Um, but the medics was a great starting part point rather, um, to give that patient some confidence, um, even while we're waiting for the hormones to kind of correct themselves with the, with the hormone replacement therapy. And, and. And I know that the FDA has already approved monoxidil as a hair loss treatment years, decades ago, right? right. Uh, the proper name, the brand name it came out was Rogaine back in, mm -hmm. uh, back, I don't know, 20 plus years ago. It was, it was revolutionary when it comes to hair loss issues. I said, oh my goodness. And the, I'll tell you a little bit of history about that because as a pharmacist, I, yeah. it's, I'm very fascinated how the, how the whole thing came about, right? Mm -hmm. It's like uh, they, they made a medication for, uh, for reducing blood pressure and out came sildenafil, Viagra, which is a billion-dollar drug for impotence. Mm -hmm. Similar situation. There was another medication for, for, for blood pressure. And what they started noticing was, hey, they were having hair growth issues, <laughs> right? I guess the best discoveries are made in surprise uh, or as a side effects of some of the medications. That's how Maraxil came first around. Uh, and now we can use the same medication topically to do that part. So I'm really fascinated about this compound and so that we are able to provide this to our patients after fixing every single thing that we do when it comes to fixing their nutrients and fixing the hormones and every single thing. So, sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm that's really fascinating. That You're right. It does seem like uh, the majority of medications, like not the majority, but a, a great deal of them, we figure out what they're used better for as we experiment. And it's kind of interesting to know that that was a, originally a vasodilator. <laughs> and here, right. here we are increasing hair growth. I mean, that's a great side effect. I'll take it. <laughs> that's right. So uh, how does monoxidil actually differ from the other hair loss treatments that we have? 
So I think the my pri my primary reason that I, I would prefer Minoxidil compared to other options out there is because of the ease of use. Um, it's not going through the gastrointestinal system. We're not swallowing anything. Typically, we use the topical um, Minoxidil. Um, people find it easy to use. It's not a big, it's not a major mess. It's it's convenient. Like I said, it's not invasive, which I, I really like. And that's usually why my patients turn to something like this um, because it's, it's not so um, invasive. Um, and, and it really does give great results. It takes a little bit of patience, but um, it's been well known for years, as you said too. So I think the name itself, patients feel confidence once you, once you mention Rogaine, because they know that name. Um, so it, I think yes. that there's that, that confidence profile behind it as well, just because it's been, been around for some time. Um, but yeah, overall, I think those are the, the primary reasons that I would suggest that medication compared to some of the others, as well as like, I think the side, side effect profile is lower. It is. And it's, it's over the counter has been used for, for, for a long time with very minimal side effects. So it gives us some confidence that we can we can we can push the envelope a little bit more to get a little bit stronger dosages on the prescription strength, and still be, become uh, still be able to use by a lot of patients with less side effects and better outcomes. Because honestly, all our patients today they, they don't have time to wait on for six months or one year to get the hair loss uh, resolved. They want results much much faster than that. So yeah. having a solution like this available along with the other treatments. Uh, again, what, what are the other treatments besides uh, monoxidil? Are, are we still talking about HRT uh, uh, hormones and thyroids and nutrition? And is there anything else that we missed? So, you know, I put a lot of focus on things like, um, you know, also I think some things that we didn't talk about is yeah, the collagen. Um, my patient, a lot of my know. patients will do collagen, biotin, um, some of those. And honestly, a lot of the times I use those in conjunction with um, minoxidil just to kind of have that extra added bonus because it, it does go hand in hand with nutrition as well. Um, there are medications out there um, uh, like spirolactalone is one of them that's used um, as a, actually a diuretic that's actually used for um, hair loss as well. Um, I think one of the reasons that I, I tend to shy away from something like that is because it is a diuretic um, and there's more side effects. So like I, like I talked about before, it makes me a little bit less uh, or more hesitant rather that, to try that one than the minoxidil because of what the underlying, um, you know, treatment for that was made, what that was made for to begin with. Um, and then of course there's, you know, all sorts of different, um, treatments that are, um, online that, that they're, that they advertise for conditioners and serums and things like that. And that the studies just aren't there behind a lot of them. So I think, you know, with knowing that this medication has been around for a while and we have evidence that it's, that it's successful, that just, um, you know, makes me a lot more confident using that with my patients. Gotcha. And and the thing is, at Thrive Lab, what the best part about what we do at Thrive Lab is that we take one medication that has been uh, uh, working great, we combine that with something else that's already available in the market. So we, we basically take two or three different types of ingredients to combine them with uh, nutrition and vasodilators to improve the blood flow. Uh, give the proper nutrients to the to the hair follicle to grow stronger and then sustain so that it doesn't fall off very fast. So having a combination treatment is very, very instrumental in our health. And you combine that with hormones and it's like, a, it's, it's like we say, there's no one uh, approach uh, for a massive problem like hair loss. 
And so having a comprehensive approach from addressing the nutrition, the hormones, the topical vasodilations, all those things gives uh, extra help to make sure that our patients are actually uh, getting the results they're looking for in a shorter amount of time. So I'm glad that we do that part. Can muscle be used in both men and women? Is there age restrictions, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So it can be used in both men and women. Um, really, age is uh, not a huge factor in this. It works better in, in sometimes in some young in younger patients under the age of forty, but not all the time. Um, I have some great great success stories in menopausal women as well. So um, I find that you know both genders can benefit from this greatly. Um, and really, there's there's no crazy age limit on this. No. Oh, good, because. You know, as I said earlier, we have so many young kids nowadays with hair loss uh, issues that would love to get them some solutions early on. I would love to fix their diet, but, you know, it's really hard to get these kids to change the diet. Uh, and so uh, maybe if I don't fix the hair, they might change the diet, but it's, it's a hard thing to do for these people. So anyway, having a solution like this available is, is, is very helpful for those young folks that are actually struggling to figure out how to help the hair loss go away. So Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I'm glad that you brought that up too. I didn't even think about, you know, that population because I'm typically seeing older population, you know, 18 and up. But yeah, that, that is true that, that this is an option for, for the younger younger population as well. So good point there. I'm sure that people that are still hesitant to use this medication. Uh, do you have any words of encouragement for these people? Yeah, so I think, honestly, I can't speak highly enough of, of Thrive Lab as a whole and developing, even if outside of Thrive Lab, developing a relationship with a trusting practitioner who can sit there and listen to the whole story and take everything into account. Um, if, if, that time is spent and that relationship of trust is built and the whole picture is looked at, um, I think that that makes a world of difference in, in the patient's uh, ability to try new things, uh, attempt to, to, to see if the minoxidil can work for them, as well as, um, you know, be open-minded to any other changes in, in hormones and diet and vitamins and things like that. So I think, you know, just putting that, that big emphasis on overall healthcare and, and letting them know that, you know, even though we're going to try this for hair loss, we want to look at the underlying cause and we want to get to that as well. And, um, you know, hopefully it wouldn't have to be something that they have to use forever, but more so kind of an aid until uh, we, we get to the get to the base of the problem. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you for sharing that part, because uh, I always thought that, you know what, if I have a solution for the hair loss, uh, I wish it was a one one step approach, but uh, as you gently put it down, that individual individual treatments are probably the best option. Having making sure that we fix the underlying cause, we address the hormone issues, we address the nutrition issues, give them something extra support, uh, and is and we hope there's a short term treatment. If it's a short term treatment, then it's better. But from what I hear, monoxidil. Uh, once you stop using it, if the underlying causes are not fixed, within six months, you can still get, get the hair loss back again started. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's one so, of those things that we may need to continue until we until we can get to the root of that, and if we can get to the root of that. But That's right. And so I'm, I'm glad that we, we, have, we have a comprehensive approach for the hair loss solution so that 
if you do decide to stop the monoxidil, which in normal cases, within six months, your hair loss will start kicking up again. With addressing the root cause and nutrition along with the monoxidils, you have a lasting chance of, of having a permanent uh, uh, hair loss solution even after you stop the medications, that is, i.e., uh, ones that's helping you with the hair growth. So I'm glad we have that approach available to us. Absolutely. Uh, do you have any closing remarks for our audience? Honestly, I think that just the big takeaway point here is, you know, finding that trusting provider, um, giving all the information, laying out all the information on the table, um, working together as a team to go through all of the information behind what may be causing this, and patience. Patience is a virtue when it comes to hair, um, hormones, all of the above. So patience, 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 but, um, you know, We'll get you there. Um, and it's it's such a life-changing um, event when you finally start to see to see the changes in patients with uh, who have been suffering from hair loss. It really affects self-esteem. It affects, you know, everyday life. And, it, and I've seen myself countless times just such amazing transformations in patients' life and their confidence levels and what they can do and what they want to do now that they feel better about themselves. So patience is a virtue, but, um, you know, getting to that end point is the goal and that's what we're here to help with at Thrive Lab. Oh, thank you very much. I, you know, for, for me, it's the, it's the male versus the female, right? A male can always shave the head and, and <laughs> they may look decent, not like me, but may look decent enough. Uh, they can put it off. But for females, a hair loss is, is a big deal. And I, I'm glad you pointed out because improve the self-esteem and uh, and just overall their own uh, uh, own uh, how do they feel in, within their own skin is just so so much important. And having having a solution available for both men and women, especially women that have that have this hair loss issues, which are non-specific, you know, could not may not be androgenic, could be nutrition related, could be hormone related. And having addressing all those issues and putting a solution temporarily to get the hair loss back under control, it's I think it's a it's the best thing that we can do for our patients. And I'm glad to be part of this organization to have the solutions uh 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 for for customers because at Thrive Lab we we really try to be a solution oriented a company rather than trying to get you some medications that may or may not be the right option for you. But uh, we are we are really looking to provide solutions for you. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. I really enjoyed this this talk today and learning a little bit more about the pharmacologics behind this as well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>